0: Welcome back to the Dogs of War podcast, the podcast dedicated to your playoff-bound Cleveland Browns football team. It is great to have you as always. This episode is brought to you by Zabo Apparel Company. You guys know the drill. If you need any Browns or Cleveland gear, you know right where to find them, s-z-a-b-o-apparel.com. Unless you've been living under a rock the last few days, you've seen the story of Tom Seiple, a story that the world has never needed more than right now. We're going to have a whole episode coming out Thursday to recap his trip to Cleveland and how much he has inspired people around the world. More info on Tom as well as his GoFundMe is in the episode description. Tonight we bring on the number one highest graded lineman in the NFL, Mr. Wyatt Teller, along with his fiance, the number one highest graded fiance in the NFL, Ms. Carly Whiting. We talk all things Browns, pancakes, getting engaged at First Energy Stadium, and lots more. Let's go.
1: I still believe.
2: And now, on the Dogs of War podcast, we bring to you two very special guests. First is a name you've been hearing a lot in this magical season. The highest-graded O-lineman in the 2020 season, according to Pro Football Focus. He is the unsung, well-hung hero of the Cleveland Browns run game. He is the sultan of the somersault block, the pancake king of the Midwest. Ladies and gentlemen, Dogs of War, please welcome Mr. Wyatt Teller. And with him is the pride of Wyatt Teller. The Heller household? Maybe that's true, maybe it's not. (laughs) The pride and joy of Craig County, Virginia. In the mid-90s, you all remember her from the Jay Leno episode where she went on to demonstrate her ability to make sea animal noises. She was voted best dress and best personality in her graduating class of 60 people. Current roommate and recently upgraded to fiancé of Wyatt Teller. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Carly Whiting.
0: Thanks for coming on, guys.
3: <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having us. We're happy to be that here. That was so good.
0: Congratulations <laughs> well again oh, on the engagement. Uh, thank, thank you. Thank We're you. We're uh,
1: I'm happy that uh, she's happy.
2: That, that's that's the right answer. That is the right answer. Um, we are actually both... I just got done with a COVID engagement. Um, so you guys are now in that... You, you know,
0: got married. You had a COVID wedding. A real COVID
2: yeah, wedding. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. But no it, uh, thank you. But I'm saying there was a period where it was just the COVID engagement yes. and then it became a wedding.
0: And a period where some people got invited and uninvited twice, but that's another time we'll talk about that.
2: You know what? You loved him, you
0: invited him twice.
1: Kid, he loved he, you so much.
2: Yeah, he didn't make the final cut. It was, Overlining's. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I have plenty of advice on that. The, 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 if you go small, being able to cut relatives you don't like is one of the greatest perks of all time. <laughs> that's
3: kind of our plan. I'll DM you about
2: that. Yeah. Anything and anything. Um, Your opinion, this is to Wyatt, you will be asked your opinion, and it will be wrong or not considered. So you're going to be frustrated when you're asked your opinion again and again and again and to no fruit. But you just do what you got to do to keep it going. You're going to get through this, guys. It's going to be fun. Yes. It's the fun part.
1: Today
3: today was his off day, and literally we sat in the living room
1: for, like, called and called three hours
3: and i was like okay i need you to to answer these questions and tell me you know what you think about this he does not give a shit but he's like
1: but i'm i'm there you know yeah that's i'm there physically and mentally i'm there so that's all that matters right
2: you just have to try to try to care i think that's half the battle
1: I mean I've learned something in football and that's even if practice sucks, you you gotta get it done. So it's like, you know, this is the practice for the big day one day. So I, I, I can it, That's a not lineman right there. What colors or what cat like who's sitting at tables, but it's it's all worth it alone with.
0: That's a lineman right there. That's, that's a man front right in the trenches every Sunday of his life. I know. That's, yeah.
2: I mean it, it's worth it. Does his shirt feel like husband material?
3: Yes, yeah. <laughs> it it's sounds kind of like a nice like you know, like, mine's just, like, basic. T- oh, and did you see that we dressed for the podcast? I was like, oh, yeah,
0: sick. I, yeah, the, the thrill, so they're very vintage look to those shirts. Once again, people that are listening, we're on video right now. Their shirts are off the chains. Great vintage <laughs> look to them.
3: This is kind of like the old school. What's this guy? You can't see the me. The elf? You yeah. got the
0: elf. <sighs> Brownie yeah. the elf. Hey.
3: What? I mean, what? She's,
1: she's, she's
2: new. It's okay. It's okay. Hey.
3: What? Oh, no. Or Our light.
0: Oh, that was a computer. I was gonna say I everything still sounds good. See.
3: If y'all could see how we have this, it's janky. But ring light setup. It's like, like my it. makeup ring light. Whatever
1: it
2: takes. Like I said, you guys are just the salt of the earth. I love this. I'm so <laughs> glad you're so,
0: on. So well, again, congratulations to you guys. We're very happy for you. you love the video. Uh, Incredible. That that was. I, I don't. Why? I'm sure. I mean, I don't know how you set that all up, but that was unreal. Can I just angles. say that?
3: Even I mean, obviously, he's very blessed to have a lot of resources. Under so
1: overachieve. That's what it's all about.
3: But Wyatt, I I told him this so many times since it happened. I'm just so proud of him for pulling all that off and organizing it and surprising me. It was it blew me away.
1: It was amazing. I, I feel like she started getting it as soon as we started walking on the field. Well, yeah, I she once once noticed were the tarts. She wouldn't notice the tarps or anything that they keep on all the time. But like, we start getting about the thirty-five yard line, and she starts like lagging behind me. Like, I was like, "All mm-hmm. right, what's going on right now? Why are we walking to the fifty? Like, this is not normal." And then all of a sudden, the well, not that turned Well, it was normal, when I was
3: blacking out.
1: <laughs> she was just fainting every Literally, five seconds. Literally, I
3: was like, "Is this a dream? Is this real?" I kept telling, I kept saying
0: to Wyatt, "This is real." Yeah, well, I was like, this is real. Okay, how did you get her there? What was the reasoning? To you just okay, pulled awesome. up? Oh, I got to get, I go to the locker room and get my jersey.
3: Yeah. So, so. yeah. So we were on our way to meet some friends, a small group of friends, um, for like socially a-
0: distance and all wearing masks. Everyone relaxed. Yeah. A little, a yeah. little
3: Christmas thing. And so I was about to wear this like Santa baby bodysuit and be like super Christmassy. And why Wyatt, did this not happen? Wyatt, who has never given a shit about anything I've ever worn, was like, "Oh, are you gonna wear a coat?" And I, and now looking back, I'm like. Okay, that was. Like, if she walked
1: out in Santa baby red stockings, I would have told her, obviously, like. Hey, sweetie, let's wear a big jacket, you know, big so, jacket tonight. So, so it worked
3: out. But. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, long story short, he, didn't t- wear that. he told me that he had <laughs> left, he told me that he had left um, this gold cross necklace, which we both love. We got it in Israel this offseason. She he picked it out.
1: Me- so, it's like a big deal to both of us. He obviously. wears
3: it before every game. He told me he left that and his AirPods at the stadium, which was very believable. And that um, the security guy could only let us in during a certain time on this certain day. And, I had been down there to get his phone before, so it wasn't like that weird. So we were going st- we to go to the stadium before we went to this little get-together. And so we're on our way down there, and I remember looking to Wyatt and being like, why are we doing this right now? And then I thought, huh, I don't know. Why are we doing this? And so then we get down there, and my heart just started palpitating, and I was like, what is going on? And then we go into the locker room he said oh they said that you can come in with me we got to go to this guy's office we go into the locker room he shows me around the locker room i went and peed in the guys whatever and then, Sick. yeah i know. i was like "Ooh, i'm cool and so then uh anyway we're walking to this guy's office to get his stuff and then you guys will love this and then we're we're walking to the office he hits this button on the wall and the garage doors open to the um to the, to the field Yeah, like the tunnel where they run out. The garage door's open, and I was like... He said, well, do you want to walk out and just, like, see the field? And I was like, yeah, I do. And so then we walk out, and it's kind of like a little misty, rainy mood. Beautiful
1: Cleveland weather. It's a true... Yeah. Nice nice and 36 degrees. Got a nice little... Stream of uh, mist coming down out of the rain, and what I didn't yep. know
3: was that the the field gorgeous. would normally be covered during the day, but I didn't know that. So they had done that for Wyatt, which was very nice. Again, he has he had a lot of connections help. help. So then we get out there, we walk to the fifty yard line, and then all of a sudden, all the jumbotrons turn on, and um, it's a video. It says Wyatt and Carly, and it's a video my sister had helped Wyatt make, and it was all. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. It was all Taylor. It was Taylor Swift, and all pictures and videos of us. And then at the end of the video, it said, "Carly, will you marry me?" And he got down on his knee and asked me on the fifty-yard line. And it was, and then, and then there was a videographer and a photographer. And
1: she never said yes. So I'm like sitting there, like,
3: "Oh, I did. You can. Hey, do you? you no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait I, I'm I like, look like a crackhead. She's
1: head. like, she's shaking her head yes, but she's not saying yes. So I'm like." will you marry me? And she finally says, yes, of course. Rewatch the video.
3: I'm like... <laughs> I've never seen
1: someone physically swoon. It, <laughs> it was amazing. And if you,
3: do re- if you watch it, it's so funny because it's such a genuine reaction because yeah. I was... Li- I honestly was like blacked out. It was
0: amazing. Not off alcohol. This video is unreal. It's, it's incredible. So if you guys have listen <laughs> haven't seen it yet, it's on Carla's Instagram. It's on probably 50,000 different news sites. Uh, so yeah, congratulations. Nicely done. Now, as we were saying before we got on the mic, I do have to say... On behalf of all of us still non-married, uh, single guys in Ohio, Northeast Ohio, thank you for setting the the bar so damn high that every girl in Ohio is now seen. And now we don't really have any way to get even close to that. So thank you for that. Uh, we do appreciate it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's all right. Well, you you've made up for it. But another I question. Said, I, said, I said that I always, I lie, but
3: I like joke to Wyatt a couple of times. I'm like, if you know, if we ever get engaged, which I knew we would, it's like if we ever get engaged, I I think you should either do it like in the living room with our dog and really <laughs> private, or like at the stadium.
1: Yeah, she said. She said. I, I well, she said that I, I view fun. you doing it one of two ways, like with a ring pop in the living room, <laughs> or with a giant you know, ring on, yeah, uh, on, on the stadium, uh, on the 50-yard line. I was like, okay, so well, now it. you gave me an idea. Thanks. Okay, so where's the real ring? No,
0: it's the ring pop. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the real ring real pop. <laughs> oh, you thought I bought her a ring <laughs> <laughs> Wait, question. How many people have dropped the joke on you guys? Uh, oh, did Baker and I'm going to give you permission to get engaged in their house? Yeah, actually, they had- Non-stop? For us to walk in. They did, nice.
3: yeah. Now, but, uh, no, we've
1: gotten that joke about probably- Five hundred and seven times. Well, why so. it so, yeah. well,
3: doesn't have social media? But yeah, everyone keeps commenting that, which is funny because there are there are buddies.
1: Yeah, and it's just funny because it's you know obviously it's their home. It's Baker and Emily's
0: home. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. And that janitor guy who I got to meet someday.
1: Yeah, he.
3: Keeps I just want to get. I just want to get on a progressive commercial.
0: Yeah. Well, you're, you're you're making yeah.
2: the right moves. So you're climbing that little ladder of. Oh, I'm like really let me Jed on.
1: made it. He was playing video games or something on there. I'll work the I the do that.
0: Sand. Jed's in the book club too. Yeah. Yeah, book club. That's what it was.
1: Give me two uh, two lines. I can do that.
2: Did you black out uh, at any part of that, Wyatt? With uh, the engagement. Oh, <laughs> after no, no no. Okay. Not yeah. not, <laughs> not, not, uh, not, a, not an alcohol induced <laughs> blackout, but I black out. I do not remember what I said. Did you blank out at any point of it?
1: He was so smooth. So I even wrote stuff down. You know, I wanted to put some stuff down, yeah. And I even had like four or five sentences, I didn't you know, know written down. And when I got there, I said about, I don't know, maybe a sentence or two. Something sounded good. And then I said, hey, will you marry me? So no, it <laughs> didn't exactly <laughs> yes, work out how I thought it was. But, but you were
3: so cool, cool, calm, and collected. You Thank, really you.
1: Really Thank, were. You. Thank you. Thank you. Nice. Uh, it you know I don't fold like a lawn chair. You know, and it uh, was man. cool
3: being at the game on Sunday and wa- and even though I was still coming down from um, the <laughs> night before, but um, it was cool being at the game and watching him play and being like, wow, last time I was here was I we were on the fifty yard line yep. to proposed, so that was really special. Well, I
1: thought was awesome. showed it this day, it, it during the game or something. I, know, I was like, like,
3: where's my moment on the jumbo uh, I hope not.
1: Well, she wanted, of course, she wanted it. Of course, but
2: it's her day. It's, it's perfect it. segue. Perfect segue. We're all about of on the dogs war podcast, the Sunday experience. Um, we obviously have no idea what it's like to be in the NFL alignment in the NFL or somebody that's in the NFL. Um, I constantly debate with myself. What would be more physically demanding, uh, being a running back or being an offensive lineman. I think it's got to be a tie between those two. And I'm not looking for a definitive answer, but I would like to hear a lot of the things that go on in your mind during the games. And I'd like to hear Carly's thought on watching, uh, which I have the questions a little bit more tailored, but that's just kind of where I'd like to kind of gear this if that's okay with everyone.
1: I'm I'm good with that. I can I can give my best assessment of, of that uh, of that question. I really think that it's and, and of course you're gonna hate the answer, but I think it's different, right? Like yeah. I think that an offensive lineman our our contact zone is about three yards. You know, we're running full speed, but we're hitting about three yards. So every time we hit it's it's a it's a big collision, but we hit every play. So I think that there's different injuries that come in that, right? Like a broken finger, uh, a dislocated elbow, a dislocated shoulder, uh, you know, thumbs out of place, uh, high ankle sprains, right? Like I think that happens uh, with running backs too. But like I see um, – and there's knee injuries, you know, uh, you, you never pray for an eight. What's injury. game
3: day like
1: for you Though, like before? Is that what you all are asking? Uh, well, kind of both. I, I think they're asking like injury. Well, I'll tell game day too, but, um, but I feel like uh, with running backs, you know, they're running ten yards into a guy who wants to rip their face off, right? So, like a defensive lineman, he wants to rip my face off, but he he really wants to get to Baker behind me. I so never like,
3: get how those little running backs—not little, that's rude—but I don't like running into all those big yeah. guys.
1: It, I mean, for example, yeah, it sucks. That's to what to I'm saying. My <laughs> input. Kareem dislocated the guy's shoulder. The guy, guy tried to knock him
3: out, and the guy. Kareem with the fans yes, great segue. Something out of things.
0: Because I wanted to ask Teller as a, just to kind of blend these two together, lineman and running back. That the play where Baker won it by running and getting the first down as alignment. Kareem threw down a block that was out of, out of this world. How do you grade yeah. that as a lineman? At that uh, block so
3: cool, right? So,
1: so to use the words of the great BC, the great Bill Callahan. Uh, you could tell that he he ran up onto his toes and he climbed with his hips. So when he hit him, he hit him like a Mack truck, not like a you know a He's Prius. A Even if they're both coming at fifty miles per hour, one's going to have a lot more mass because it's hitting you at a better leverage angle. So like when he hit him, I mean he was he was moving. I, that was that was something else. <laughs>
2: that's, that's a sick analogy. I, I think that analogy is solid. Pff grade two.
0: I want thank to jump. You. We're going to be jumping all over the place here, but you because you brought up Callahan, it's a great segue by you guys once again. So thank you. A lot of times this year in the press conferences with Stefanski, we talk about it on ESPN or just how good our offensive line has now become this year. So thank you very much for that, by the way. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you guys get the credit because you're the ones out there laying your body down. You're quite literally pancaking people. But they always bring up at, at or somewhere in the conversation they talk about Bill Callahan, and you guys talk about Bill Callahan a lot. Can you just talk about? What it's been like having him come in this year as a coach?
1: Yeah, so I don't. The first thing I don't want to do is disrespect Campy and what he did last year. You know, I think he was given totally. a real short stick, and I, I think that he was a great, great coach who was caught in a really shitty situation so with other with other problems. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, they're not here anymore, so obviously they were the issues, right? So you know, or not the issues, but there there were problems with with whatever. Um, but when Bill when Bill came in, you know. He finally, right, the first three years of my life. And why
3: I already or, knew him?
1: Yeah, well, I knew him through a little... Combine, but I mean, not not great. I guess I had his phone number, but I'd have, you know, 50 different coaches. <laughs> um, well, you know what I mean. Like, Coach Blank, Coach Blank, Coach Blank. Yeah. You know what Same. I mean? So you have a bunch of coaches you meet throughout <laughs> throughout life, but, uh, you know, maybe a text or two you send to him, you don't really get that relationship. So I didn't have, you know, a great uh, pre-Combine relationship. Um, I'd say I had better with uh, Coach Castillo. Okay. Uh, but I was drafted Buffalo, so you'd think, right? Um. But yeah. So it was when Bill came in. You know, he gave me in the first first time in three years. He was tough. He was. Yeah. Well, obviously they know. I stop talking. <laughs> no, you're fine. But you know, they're just asking a question. Hey, I
3: I hear all these Zoom meetings. Yeah. I mean, she's I she's, she's a lot. Lot. Like, we're
0: getting to those. We're getting to those.
1: But yeah. So I I think that like with Bill, you know, it's you know, he gave me my first opportunity in three years. Right. So it's like when I first got to Buffalo. Uh, I was expected to replace Richie Incognito and Eric Wood, right? Who, uh, nine-year and 13-year vet, who uh, are multiple pro, pro Bowl players. And I was expected who, you know, I, I think I'm a hell of a fucking player, but I don't think I can do that, right? So it's like, I know my, I know my limits. And, uh, you know, Dion Dawkins, who, you know, got oh, paid their DD. DD later on, like, he had to go from a 13-year vet who his jargon, just the way that he speaks is different than a guy who's like, hey, B-block, right? Like, now they all know, you know, that we're all running a B-block. Don't say that, Wyatt. You know, there's all these different terms, and, you know, J.C.'s the king of it, but, like, you see all these, you know, things you learn and experience that, like, he had, I didn't. So when they expected that, that was kind of a short leash I had, right? So when I didn't, when we didn't go to the playoffs, right, they went to the playoffs the year before uh, with Buffalo. Then I came in. I wasn't even given an opportunity to play. So I was pissed, right? I knew I was a starting caliber guard, but I wasn't given an the opportunity. Then I come here, they give me a month and a half to learn the playbook. Yeah, last if You guys year was... have ever wow. seen an NFL playbook? It's a foam, it's a yellow yeah. pages, white I'll pages. I'll show you. I'll show you for example, this is a uh, this is one year in an NFL playbook. This is just week 1. It's full of full of pages. For one game, week 7 through 12, another. Let's see if I can show you.
3: I know it's weird. It's like and that. then
1: I
2: have fourteen right here. So like right, <laughs> right, I can
0: show you. This. Let, so so, have, so we're looking at the, phone books right the, now. For
2: those listening, they're super thick.
0: Yeah, we're looking at white pages are. right now.
1: There's three notebooks in one year of what it takes to write down the playbook, the jargon, what changes week to week. Uh, I won't so
3: like, read the notes from today, but
1: it says Joel and Coach. It literally Damn says it. one
3: one five twenty. Joel, uh, Joel and Coach. That's the one that hurt us, man. That's that's what got <laughs> us today.
1: Um, God. Oh man. Yeah. Let's yeah, put that away. Put that away. Put that away. Well that's yeah. all set. But yeah, so three three notebooks. It just shows you how much is put into a, a so NFL Callahan playbook. With- um, I'm just talking about last year. And then coming into the season, you're, you're expected to learn an entire playbook in a in a, you know, nine weeks. Right? I started the the I think the tenth game or the ninth game, oh. whatever it was. Um, so it turned out to be uh, you know, just learning a new playbook, right? different different words, different things. Uh, it just was play. I played slower, uh, so when I finally had an opportunity to have a full off season, a coach that fully trusted me and Bill Callahan, um, and a great coach at that, right? We can all attest to that. Yes. Uh, anybody who even has heard the name Bill knows that it's you know put with also awesome, has with COVID.
3: Weight. How sad. I know we have
1: we have a lot of
2: non-Browns uh, listeners. Bill Callahan is the offensive line coach of the Cleveland Browns, and the Cleveland Browns' offensive line is fucking sweet. Sorry for swearing. My mom says we swear too much, so when we swear, we have to make it count. But he's really effing good.
1: Yes, yes. And, and it totally changed from the year prior, uh, which is you know a testament to uh, you know Joel JC who were anchors in Cleveland. You know, I think uh, you know having two quality tackles. Uh, even a young one who can learn from Joel, um, and then, you know, Jack, who even brings me to higher levels. And then, you know, honestly, the biggest question mark was me. I mean, obviously, you know, when you go into the first first round, you have some quality coming we out really of... You
3: really were the biggest, the biggest question mark. Yeah. And
1: then, our, and then honestly, our backup
3: guys, unfortunately, had to opt out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah.
3: And it worked out.
1: This huge competition that was going to happen. Oh, God, we're screwed. You know, we're going to have a and 3 And we love way. those
3: guys, but I mean... Um, yeah,
1: I, I know, and they're talented. <laughs> That's not the point I'm making, but like, it's just funny how everybody was like, "Oh my gosh!" You know, we were supposed to have depth. We were supposed to have all these numbers at the right guard. Now we just have this Wyatt Teller guy, and then it turns
3: what out do with I, d- him?
0: I did it right. <laughs> this Wyatt Teller guy, and then actually, you did one more great segue right there because my next question is going to be, like, Riley already brought up on PFF, you're the number one highest rated lineman for the season. The league overall, you're number two for all positions behind some guy named Aaron Rodgers who he plays in Green that. Bay. Uh, I, I look him up after this. but So, and, and like you said uh, a minute ago, you came, in, you came into Cleveland as a backup. You started week nine last season. That was your first start, I believe, for the Browns. And then you haven't skipped a beat since. A couple games that you couldn't play because injuries. of injuries. <laughs> yeah, that, those don't count. The opting out, all that stuff, like just – walk us through like you just talked about a lot of the uncertainty and how you're pissed because you were back up here weren't playing there but you come in as a backup and then you start halfway through last season and now you're the highest ranked lineman in, in the nfl like walk us through how this happens yeah and, and another thing is
1: I, I i totally attest to that too but uh another thing is is like you know with the injuries like such a setback um in in my life and you know in the short term you know that i've looked at but like I've played football for 21 years and I've had two injuries, two game changing or and they were this year. practice ending. Like I haven't even missed a practice. I think I missed one practice because I think I missed it because of a vet day or a senior day as a, uh, as a college, uh, senior. So that was one practice I've missed my entire career. Just so happens they're two weeks apart or four weeks apart. So, uh, that tells you about how tough I am. Right. But like, it's amazing. It's not how, it's not how tough yards, how tough you are right now.
2: We had a, uh, we had a doctor who's also my uncle, sports medicine guy. Uh, <laughs> we're like trying to make it a reoccurring theme. It's really,
3: we've talked about him,
2: Doctor Tesner. It's really, Doctor <laughs> Buddy. It's really bringing our nephew, much more successful uncle relationship to the next level. So it's been great. But we kind of ask him, like, what goes on in that? It's like, Yeah, when guys go down, it's not because they're being like soft or tough. It's like, no, their legs, their whatever the hell's hurt. That is worth more money than you can fathom. You have the yeah. team, them, everybody looking at it as a that it has to be the long term decision.
1: Now yeah, not, and that's another thing is like when I hurt my calf, when I hurt my ankle, it's like yeah, I could push it back earlier, but like at what point am I? Is it you know, uh, you know, not, you're are not having good you know uh, gains. Uh, you're losing at that point. Oh,
2: he said this when you're when you're able to play. But your percentage of play is clearly affected. It's so low. Yeah.
1: There's no point in playing. You're hurting yourself. You're hurting your stock. You're hurting your teammates. The
3: you, only game I think it really—I mean, the Jets game.
1: Yeah, well, that too. But he I, played I think
3: that game, in I, my opinion.
1: Baby, you don't know me, but I love you. I love you. They, you know, they, there's a too. reason they didn't let me out there. Doctor Carter
0: uh, is now here. Sure.
1: Yes, if uh, they, I uh, was. Yes, colors. obviously, but there's that's the point we're making is if I went out there against that big defensive three, right? They have that big ninety seven, big ninety four, and big ninety five. Yes, they have some or or Giants, but also the Jets have pretty good defensive, Gi- giants, defensive right? front too for uh, for how many losses they have. Carly yeah,
0: Callahan,
2: yeah, right. She knows it all. Actually, I, I, <laughs> this Carly all she knows football. Signing years coming up. If do you want the yacht, we got to play smart.
1: Yeah, I
3: I know. But you guys well, have the this is
2: like
1: there's no point in <laughs> if we knew that we were going to make these playoffs, right? We wanted to make these playoffs. So we were right in position to make the playoffs. Well,
3: I
0: had right the here.
1: possibility of playing five more weeks past the Steelers game, right? So like, yeah. I had to make sure that when I came back, I was ready to make a run, right? Was and,
2: it more? I, sorry, I apologize. Talk. Talk. Was it your more your or the doctor's decision to? not play or is it a combination of both? It it,
1: it this honestly. Is something I feel
3: like I struggle with when people message me and stuff. Yeah. Because everyone thinks it's Wyatt's decision. I mean, it's they,
1: both. They had me in a boot. So like they had me in a booth. They had me, had me running. Like, you're doing rehab and stuff like that. So when I high ankle sprain, a lot of people think it's like when you played football in high school. Those aren't high ankle sprains. High ankle sprains, are, <laughs> those are rolls where you rolled your ankle and you're like, ow, my ankle hurts. Let me go in the next play. No, no, high ankle sprain is where you okay. tear the ligament between those two bones and, or the uh, tendon ligament. I can't remember which ones. Both I've torn, I've i have torn I've something this year. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so like when it's, uh, I think it's, ligament bone to bone um so when you tear that ligament it shoots all the way up your calf so like if you have pain up on your calf you're out for almost a month two a month month and a half because that pain takes forever to get that swelling out and all that stuff so it's a it's a process and i know that a high ankle sprain sounds like oh uh, that's that's real soft but it's like yeah, I mean, I'm back. If it's if it's pain, I can deal with it. If it's if it's something I can't jump or step, then I'm putting my teammates at disadvantage, and I could easily get someone else hurt if I don't get my job done. So there's a there's a line you got to play with. And it's
3: honestly nice that you all see it that yeah, way. Yeah, and it's, it's good that, that you guys
1: see that because a lot of people don't. They're don't like see
3: it. they're like what he proposed. Is, his ankle looks fine.
1: Come on, oh I used my right ankle. Come on, and my left ankle is the
3: one. And what's fits. even and and this is funny, most people don't know this, but I I was like, where did you put the ring? It was in his ace bandage on his ankle. Thank <laughs> you.
2: Risky but smart. He said. was playing 40 <laughs> chess when he got
0: injured. So he was wearing a big old ankle weight into the stadium too, so. Yes,
3: he was wrapped up, and that's where my this big bad boy was resting. <laughs> Ooh, he
0: was resting. But uh, it was, Cause that's, cause that's what we asked the, when we had Raleigh's uncle on, he's a big orthopedic surgeon doctor. So he's coming on to translate this stuff to us. Like we're two year olds. Cause we don't understand any of it. Cause that's what we asked. We said, you know, our, our players seen more as, you know, the, the investment, the big picture overall, obviously you're in the NFL. There's a lot of money. You're also playing against people who weigh 300 pounds and aren't, you're not in high school or college anymore. So my question was, you know, when it gets to that level, are there injuries that, you know, people in the NFL sit out for that? They would just play through in high school or college. It just It's a different oh. game in the NFL. Well, I think that there's, uh, there's
1: over-sweeping statements. So I think that it's uh, the force you put on a bone, the force you put on a ligament, the force you put on a tendon, the amount of times you put force on that ligament, that tendon, uh, tears it down. And if you're not recovering the right way, which a lot of guys in the NFL, uh, you, know, if, you know, if they're not truly taking care of the bodies, which... Who says that I'm doing it the exact right way, right? We're all different. So we try to do it the best way we do and we try to feel the best way we can. But like we're always tearing down our bodies. If you think about it, they say one hit from a safety and a running back is a 30 mile per hour car crash. And we go through seventy no, of those you. a game, right? So imagine seventy <laughs> of those hitting your body, breaking. I it can't. Down, I can't. Right? I,
3: I know, but it's, it's I, just bananas to I think about. I always if I was literally knocked on the ground like any of them are, one single time, I'd be out for a week.
1: Yeah, but there's a reason we're at where
2: that's
3: we're that's why at. they're the best in the world.
2: We'd be out a week. You'd be a week dead. Ten I'd weeks. be out for like a month. A week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're smaller than lot. us. We're like. We're, like, I'm large like and small. out of shape. I'm,
3: small. I'm like, she's, pushing she's 5'11. 5'11". You can't 11, tell from my... Oh,
2: nice. So, lineman sucks. Physically. It's unsung heroes. But,
1: at the same time, someone's got to do it. But the and somersaults... I, I, get, I get paid
3: pretty the good somersaults. money to do it.
1: Somersaults...
3: They keep people interested.
1: That's how you got to do it. You just got to bring people with the somersaults and then finish them with the pancakes. That's, that's
2: did, you you <laughs> did, you, did you do the somersaults to inspire kids to be linemen?
1: That's what it was. I said, this can be fun. See,
2: I
3: think the first couple times he just did it naturally because he's just athletic like that. But no,
1: it's 100%. I'm about to fall and eat crap. Right. And I shoot oh.
2: my chin and
1: just But throw it's my so feet.
3: beautiful.
2: I No shit. It's because you were falling for it. He's 100%. Oh, every
1: the first time, time he
3: did it last year, you'll see me he get was tripped. definitely tripping.
2: Every time you'll see it, I'll get tripped. Or am I, I'll, 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 I'll be falling.
1: Am I a
3: dumbass
2: for not knowing that? I didn't know that. Okay, I don't know a lot of things. I thought you were screwing around the whole time, and I'm like, "That's
1: oh no, he's the definitely like ever. he tripped no, and doesn't no, no, no. want to like and no, no, no. he just
3: yeah." Stopped. There's
2: the, there's definitely
1: no like uh like uh, taunting like or something it. like that, like taunting to the inside. No, it's none of that. Well, they, I mean, that'd I be, thought be it awesome. Was, now I I, I, didn't think, <laughs> I, stuff, <laughs> I didn't think dude, why is that man
0: doing an Irish jig on the 50 yard line right now?
2: <laughs> well, I didn't I didn't think it was like saying you know stick it Pittsburgh, but more like. All right, my boys are going to think this is sick. And then I was like, <laughs> <checked with> that. <laughs> That's my follow up question was like, What do the coaches say to you in like the, uh, like during films? Like, All right, jackass. But then it's like, Okay, well, actually, I was falling. But and it was luck. a sick recovery, so you're welcome. I, I, I just inspired day, a generation of kids.
1: You can't block people when you're on the ground, right? Like, like or you can times. try, but it's usually illegal.
3: Has, yeah. he it, has he done it like four times?
1: I mean, that's there's that's been a couple of times. Three? Yeah, but
3: sure. there'll be
1: times where like someone will like throw me to the ground or like, Push me
0: no one's throwing you to the ground. No, no one's throwing I, you to the ground. I, I
1: get I'm 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 a heavy guy. I play over my toes sometimes. So let's say I trip and then there I tuck go. my chin and
2: when watching the game, uh-huh. most people when they're traditionally watching, they're looking at the quarterback, they're looking at the running back, whoever's got the ball. Are you watching Wyatt? Or are you watching the game and what's going on or like the whoever's got the ball? What's going on in your mind?
3: I'm watching Wyatt. <laughs> And then, yeah. So when, I, so the couple times this year I've had to watch at home, I'm better about watching the whole game. But I feel like when I'm at the when I'm at the stadium and I really want to like really dial in on what he's doing, I watch him more because I know that I'm going to know by the reaction and everything what's really going on.
1: <laughs> Guys, she doesn't understand football at all. She I mean, understands offense, and then she critiques you
0: after the game. No. Yeah, but she can treat, critiques me First on all. my
3: technique. But First Carly all. Callahan by. Carly Callahan. Was. First of all, I do. No, no, it's not. I a, don't know it's what that a compliment. is. Compliment.
1: You're not taking it as a compliment. Okay. You're taking. You're being defensive. I'm I, always, bet she, know, I bet she knows she, more it's about. If you understand I the big picture, you understand offensive line. I'm always
3: defensive, but what I'm saying is, I literally, I literally hear, yeah, and I hear all these meetings and shit, and like, so like she. Let's be it. honest, like, why it's what I care about the most, and so, yeah, I watch Wyatt more for sure.
1: But like there'll be times where like she's like, oh, this you could tell this guy was playing super hard. So like she can mm-hmm. she's starting to understand like the effort part of it, the the uh the execution part of it. You know, it's actually pretty cool to see. Okay.
3: Well.
0: You talked about your body and your body breaking down. One of the most eye-opening articles I ever read was years ago after Joe Thomas retired. It's a two-part question. He broke down, because now he's skinnier than me and Raleigh, which is a little like he looks good he also
3: followed me on twitter so we've actually we've made
0: it it. not that i deserve it but so he talked about his diet as a lineman and how hard it is to keep that weight up doing everything you're doing and and the the toll that just playing takes on your body so my first part of this question is can you walk us through like what you and the guys eat on a daily basis to do this and number two do you guys have a relationship with joe thomas
1: yeah so uh first part of that question i can
3: can answer the first part yeah
1: so that that was another big thing this off season was like uh so because of COVID, because of everything like that i was in roanoke virginia and i was training at virginia tech at first and then obviously school you know whatever ended uh out of the what is it seven eight months we had to work out i think i missed 21 days like it was crazy how much work i put in I was working five days a week, six days a week, every week for, you know, seven and months. And it, it showed dividends in the long run. I gained 16 pounds same, of lean muscle. He, yeah,
3: he gained 16 pounds of yeah. lean muscle, which was the, yeah. by far the most on the team. So like,
1: in the morning, I'd eat like four to six eggs, like four to six pieces every of morning, bacon. Every morning, I
3: tell
1: you. Uh, you know, panca- two to three no, pancakes. No, no. I mean, I'm Pan- pancakes! Have to <laughs> have the pancakes, <laughs> but like, yeah. But like, you know, I, I, I'm more of a waffle guy. What can I say? No, I fucking love pancakes. Yeah.
2: No,
0: no. <laughs> this is the Teller House of Waffles.
3: It's God. hot. We're going to start our franchise. Pancakes. Pancakes.
2: Yeah, you guys so have the building blocks yeah, so of something ate, strong.
3: During the off season, I don't know if I, if I can say this, but why, so Wyatt uh, is ADHD, so he has to take medicine for that every day. Oh, I,
2: I also, also have day. adult ADHD.
0: Well, yeah. We're in the community. Yeah, I also so, take I take I take meds for focus too. We're all here. Let's go. Okay. Yeah, great. Awesome. Awesome. I should probably but I don't It's honestly so, way more So
3: Wyatt has to take like it's because he's so big, he takes this really high dose. It's not even Adderall. It's like something else. And so
2: Medeus. Medea, whatever
3: that is. Oh, I take I took to one, one one time and
2: it appetite yeah. suppressant.
3: Yeah. yeah. So I'm burning it down. Hang Wyatt, on. of all people should not have an appetite suppressant because he needs to gain weight or keep his weight up, and so literally, I feel like from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. I'm like force feeding him. Yeah. So that's another like that's a whole other issue with his weight gain. You have to like make him eat. Yeah. But then by dinner time, he's like ready to go. So, like, yeah. what is your diet like at the at the facility? Because the they, they have a chef, they give them all their food. Yeah,
1: usually I'll get like a uh, mid morning meal. Uh, when I'm in a guru routine, I can stay on that food routine, and then it helps with my ADHD and stuff like that. So, as long as I can stay on that routine, um, I should be good about maintaining and gaining weight. Uh, depending on what is I his go to
3: is make. Taco Bell. Though, ask him what is Taco Bell ordering. Well,
1: in in college, I yeah. used to go to Taco oh. Bell all the time, and actually, Taco Bell like big, big Taco, Taco Bell order. podcast. Yeah, yeah, there was, like, this whole thing. It was awesome. Tell um, yeah, the orders. I mean, I don't know. Like, if I was sitting at the order, I would probably do it. But, no,
3: there's, like, but, like 14 tacos. Just ask me what my thing is, baby.
1: She is the life of the show. Um, yeah, she, she is. Do you, do is you right. have your Taco Bell order memorized? She must. I don't. But she oh, wow. must.
2: Well, but, does she know about uh, the cheesy pizza potato? she right back. Oh, okay.
1: But, yeah, so, like, usually around 11 o'clock, we'll get uh, some sort of... Uh, you know, uh protein, you know, carbohydrates, something something large, usually around a thousand calories. Um so by the time that I leave football, especially uh a normal day, not this year was different, right? Usually it's a little bit uh um mandated and regulated in the way that it's you know, you have meals here, you have meals there. This year was different, right? So it's kinda of like in the building, out of the building, in the building, out of the building, testing, not testing. Uh, online videos, virtual meetings. So it's a little different. But usually when we're in the building, we have a chef, we have four meals before we leave. Uh usually you're there six in the morning till about, you know, 4, 30, 5 o'clock in the afternoon. So it's it's a long day, but I mean it's it's a dream. You're playing the
2: sport you love, you know? So uh weeks ago there was a article that says Wyatt Teller exposed to, exposed to COVID and I'm like, holy shit, that's Carly. And I wasn't like oh my god, Carly, or, you know, which, like, people have He's it. very respectful. But what does it feel like when you read an article and you're saying, holy shit, everyone wants to know who he got exposed to and it's me. Like, what does that, what goes on in your mind during that freaking uh, situation? I know.
3: Well, I know it's funny. My daddy, from back home, he called me he said, yeah, I keep reading these articles that say that Wyatt was exposed to someone outside of the organization. I'm like, Hmm. Um, no, at first I felt really guilty because we were still in the window of Wyatt potentially getting it because I had flown back from Nashville. I was in Nashville for the game and I flew back and, um, Wyatt picked me up from the airport and I think I, I can tell all this now. He get he brought me a cheeseburger and I took a bite of it and I was like, I can't taste one yeah, single so little, she I can't a- even taste onion. I was like, she I can't was- taste anything. And... I said I'm going right now to get a test, and luckily Wyatt and I were—I didn't even kiss him, nothing, because I just had a feeling. And we were around each other for what t- 30 minutes, and the brown. As soon as I tested positive, the brown sent him right to a hotel. So luckily, we saved him. So I mean, I think I felt when I would read that stuff, I was like, oh, that's me. I feel bad, but then once he didn't get it, I was like, dang, okay, we're fine. I'm just here by myself with the dog. We're from
1: we're from about two and a half hours of, or. No, about four hours away from there but her family drove down to see her like so like it wasn't like she was going to party and rage i don't and
3: care what people think see the normal people know that to
1: see her see her family and see stuff so it was, it was different but it's uh... it was uh, it was definitely an experience i had uh about we 30 minutes for
3: 14 days
1: 30 minutes to pack everything Whoa. Up, so i got my video games i was I, upstairs i put them prime. in a bag and i got them out I got
2: them what, out. what's your game what's uh, your game of choice I, i'm
1: big into call of duty right now uh you know obviously that's what's new. Um, you know uh, what else? Rocket League. You yeah. know, Rocket League. Rocket League all night. Do you play
2: Fortnite? Oh, you don't play Fortnite. Sorry, I'm I not just... eight years old. But if I was eight years oh, old, I would play Fortnite. Okay, well, I play Fortnite all the time with my 31 year old neighbor, my 32 year old neighbor, and <laughs> my 10 year old cousin. That's
1: okay. okay, that's the joke. He got <laughs> a lot of the guys play 2K. Right?
3: Is that what they play? 2K. A lot
2: of guys
1: play 2K. Madden. Yeah. Uh, a lot of sports games. Uh, no, I used to play Fortnite, like, religiously. Uh, and then just new games came out. And I kind of moved on. Where some people kind of just stayed playing uh, Fortnite. I kind of moved on.
2: I play... You can play Browns it. players. It's so fucking awesome. Excuse my language. <laughs> yeah. You do? Yeah. Come on. I'm, ga- I'm Garrett. I'm Garrett. play with Wyatt. <laughs> I know, but they're $20 a skin. And I... We're, we're budgeting. Do they have and, chef hats uh, or we're no? We're budgeting. We can't
0: do it right now. It's, it's true or false. You guys have to get tested seven days a week, and what does that process look like? You have to get up every single morning and go?
1: I haven't missed a test. like So I haven't tested positive, so I have had to take every test. It's the whole NFL, right? Everyone. The entire NFL. Yeah, there's like you heard it here first. one or two maybe different labs or might be just one lab that runs all the football, all the numbers, right? So like whatever. I mean, it's it's pretty crazy. How mean? But now they're doing some rapid ones because of
3: everything.
1: Yeah, so we do a uh, you know daily test that goes to that lab. That's all tested through the same uh, process as the NFL for a uh, competitive uh, you know. Um, no advantage anywhere,
3: you know. Tomorrow, but then tomorrow, like, with certain situations, you'll okay. do...
1: Two- and then you do a mm-hmm. mansa test, which is the 30-minute in instant... Well, you know, I'm just in the of sentence explaining something. Uh, but instant, you know, like, the, uh, the instant tests. The ones that you took. Is it the saliva one? Yeah, well, no. Nose. They're all no, not, uh... No, the
0: brain pokers. Yeah, those are yeah. fun.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, but they're the same ones you've taken. They're not that crazy. They're just...
0: They're, and they're the low nasal, they're never the high nasal, thank God. So, because because of COVID, you've talked about this. We talked about this with, with Baker and some other people, too, that you guys, you know, the whole preseason, you're doing your installs, and even today with the facility closed, everything's on Zoom. Can you help us non-football people understand how you guys have – and obviously, it's – I mean, we're 11-5, and five, so things are working. What? How do you sit there as a professional athlete and do these installs or talk about plays or practice over Zoom? Like, is it – is it like one of those like meditation app classes? Is it like Van Pelt and Stefanski getting on and going, you know, Baker, close your eyes, feel the leather, touch your hands. As Treders snaps the ball, <laughs> Wyatt, feel yourself pancaking a D lineman. Like, but really, like, how does this work? Yeah. So uh, it's close to that, right? So I think that when we get <laughs> when we get first installed,
1: never heard it, that. it's not far off of. Hey, you know the uh, you know Bill Callahan loves saying you know the right guard number seventy seven here. Uh, he's going to go and work a double. It doesn't very call me by my name very often, but you know, right guard, Wyatt, uh, Joel's going to be working in A block. So, you know, that's how he talks to it at first. Um, but, you know, something to add, uh, you know, later on, and I know most teams are a little different, but, like, something we could do is, uh, you know, walkthroughs or something like that where they say, Wyatt, what do you got here?
3: Yeah, they're even doing walkthroughs
1: now. Yeah, just like where they ask, hey, uh, tight ends. What do you have on this block? What happens if the uh, defense oh. end plays down or plays out? Right, then I continue to the second level, or I play, I you know I follow him out, or I block him out, I U him out. Um, so there's a lot of you know ways that we can get it done without actually going through it, but it is difficult not getting the timing down, the, the full speed runs, uh, run cells, the full speed sets, the full speed, uh, reaches backslide bo- blocks, you know, your steps. Um, I mean, so much of this game is timing and, you know, execution of, you know, that margin of error. Uh, so, you know, there is, it, it's tough not having that time, but you know, there, I think there is a part of it that also is getting your body right and recovering, you know, cause yeah, if you're, like, if right you're always tearing it down, you know, you can't really recover. And that's the part that I was talking about earlier too. Well, well, do whatever yeah. you got to
2: do to keep doing what you're doing and maintain
1: I it. I mean, we do it. We, we're getting it, it done. Night. We're
0: 11 Did and five. I saw that. I Hell, saw yeah, that. You are. Hell yeah, you are. Hell yeah. Thank you for your service, Carly. Thank,
3: Thank you. you. She
0: does what she, she, she's what? amazing.
3: I appreciate that. You guys,
2: you guys are both amazing. I love this team. <laughs> I love this. I love you guys. This everything it's changing. Like, Yeah. Is but the older. there's still there's still smidgens of curse like yeah of course we get into the playoffs and Stefanski and Batonio they get COVID yeah. yeah like Rome wasn't built into a day but I, these are the right directions we're building the blocks to eternal glory
1: that's what I was saying is like eternal the curse, glory the curse is a fickle double T C H you know it, it, as it's getting beaten up and pushed down the well it's it's taking people down with it and. It just sucked that it had to be literally the man who needed or who you know should have had it the most in Joel Batonio.
0: Yeah, gotta so more than anybody, in my opinion. Do you guys find this out on like like ESPN Twitter or is it you guys get it first thing at on Zoom in the morning? Like, how yeah. do you? I mean, who finds out this, so this stuff time, first? Times most things get leaked. I want you to know that
3: I see everything. Yeah, like
1: eighty five percent of the stuff she'll be telling me before I'm I, like, babe, you listen know, to this. before I we be have a meeting. But uh, for example. The Joel thing, I think that he told us before that. He
3: texted the O-line.
1: He texted the offensive line before that happened. But uh, I want to say there was a time where, like, you knew two or three people before. I was like, wait, we haven't – I didn't know anything. And they're not trying to keep anything uh, secret around us. It's just HIPAA. You can't really tell everybody. everybody stuff. So it's like, in a way, in a way, you know, there's someone who's like, well, yeah, it was this person and, you know, whatever. You know, I, th- I think that whoever no, down they, the chain I line. That, has, I think
3: what they do is that. they normally like we'll get on a team meeting and then what
1: these seven people are out again. Okay, these next seven, you're probably well, tomorrow, normally, Wyatt. So oh, today thanks.
3: today was their off day. Tuesdays are off, so normally they wouldn't always have a team meeting today, but they held one just because of the situation, and yeah. so it was sad. Uh,
2: before we, uh, I wanted to kind of switch We're off. Kind of, I kind of wanted to add some of this light stuff in here. Cause I, have been thinking about this for a while. Why do you have an inner monologue during games, during plays, like before the snap where you're thinking something in your head as you're lining up to some other guy that's in the NFL that you have to manhandle or get manhandled? Like what's not-
1: So of course. So and that's a part of experience, right? So like, you know, you think it's oh, uh, you know, I am looking at uh, oh, I am gonna rip his head. This is what's gonna happen. I am gonna come <laughs> off and I am gonna Why is
3: start, you so not punch his, him in the, are the mouth. Are you a shit talker?
1: No, I don't even talk shit. Like, uh, don't
3: talk shit, does, does that happen
0: too? at the line? Do the
1: linemen uh, I, talk I, I mean, shit? You'll say some stuff. Like, there'll be guys who, are like, uh, I remember Fletcher Cox had something to say, and he, I remember he was talking mad, and I was like, bro, like, like I was like, who the hell are you? Now that to talk y'all know, like, now that y'all like, know, are Fletcher Cox, man, and you are you are bitching at me. Does that mean I am in yes. head, brother? <laughs> oh. like, did, did you say that him? he was like "fuck you, bitch, motherfucker"? <laughs> like, and I was like, "All right, I guess I'm in your head then." That's... Like, if if you're yelling at me, I'm to Tell your is... Fletcher Cox. Why brother. is probably
3: out there preaching to the. Oh, I love this don't know so why much. see, he's, he, he's like, but just
1: like play that reverse psychology on him, make him think that they're the best guy in the world. No, you don't ever talk away. shit.
3: You don't ever say anything.
1: I mean, I'll talk some shit. But aren't you like? Is it hard? Are you trying to listen to Baker and like? Yeah. You know, so there's there's a lot. So to to kind of to kind of get into it, I've never you, asked you sit it. down. You go through your play, right? It it clicks in your head what you've got. You look at the front. Uh, you know, usually we'll make a mic declaration, and then you get into your stance. When you're getting into your stance, you're looking at the defensive lineman's stance. You're looking at the defensive lineman's hip posture. You're looking at his leverage, location, alignment, assignment. Right? You're you're thinking about all these things as you're getting into I'm your stance a lot. Um, and then as as doing this, you got you got to keep in mind you with your you know snap count and stuff like that. And you're listening to his count. You're listening to adjustments by JC. There's a lot going on, but at the same time, you find calmness in realizing what your job is, what your 111th is, how you can sell your job better, and then thinking of to, which hand does he have down, which foot does he have back, which is his foot feet parallel. Does that mean he can move better inside, outside? Uh, is, his foot, is one foot way further back than the other? That means he's going to sprint off the ball and try to hit me in the face, right? So I'm going to dip my backside hand and try to get under him, right? So there's so much little things that you get through experience in football where, like, when you get down to that stance, and I was telling Carly when we were watching the game, I was like, and someone so jumped complete, off sides.
3: We, like, games together yeah. this year.
1: which
2: is a weird feeling. But no, it's we, not. That's awesome. That's uh, Growing together yeah. as a couple, helping your craft. I love it. Keep doing it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I'm and, like,
3: okay, this looks good. And he's like,
1: shut up. Yeah, and she'd be like, wow, why can't they stay on sides? And, I'm, and then one day I showed her our cadences, and it's a full page of 12's font, like, Words, wording, yeah, what like they it's all a have full slide, like it's it's insane. It's like and you got to don't ADHD,
2: so that sucks.
1: I didn't go to Cornell like JC did. Now I went to Virginia Tech. Let me tell you, no, I, that's a tech, that's a that's a state school.
0: I didn't realize the ballet that happens between the O line and the D, or just the O line itself or lines in general until Joe Thomas loves breaking down the Browns O line film on Twitter, as you guys are all know. And he points things out. He's like, all right, watch Chad and they switch off blocks. And this guy's pushing him this way on purpose. So Hunt can do this and that. And like all this is going on in like five seconds. I think the majority of people that have never played football, the armchair quarterbacks like us, just think that linemen, you're just, you're trying to push through them and just get to like, there's, right. that's all there is to it. But when I see this, this ballet and this incredible, uh, what's what I'm looking for? Symphony symphony going on out there. There you go. Of blocks and pitches and and switches. It's unbelievable. This this guy podcast. Thank you, Ron. Thank you.
2: This guy podcast uh,
0: analogy. So, so, uh, think of that. So, I know the easy answer is because we're pro athletes is what we do. the Jacksonville game, the D-line lines up and does a quick shift. And then Baker mid-count just goes, that was effing cute, guys how do you guys not just sit there and just die and just start laughing? Or, like, how did he call snap and it was a 10-yard gain? Like, is that just stuff you get used to? Like, is that just – does he just yell that shit out from time to time? Yeah, so they moved uh, They moved, and they said, uh,
1: like, blah, blah. And they'd move and then they'd move, like, a little bit to get us to jump. And, like, we were all like, what the fuck was that, big boy? And, yeah. And, and just line up in front of me and take this ass whooping. Like, what's up with you, buddy? But uh, – <laughs> No, uh, all jokes aside, like you know, they do it to, to get a pe- competitive advantage. If it works, you know, you look like a you know brilliant guy. If it doesn't work, you look like an idiot. So we obviously try to make them look like an idiot when it doesn't work, right? Um, so, so it, it's not bad, but it's it, you know there is a, there's a lot of. You know, Baker will say something funny, and you, you'll try not to laugh. That's funny. But you'll catch yourself. I remember one time I can't exactly say what he said, but someone was talking smack, and he said, "Hey, how about you do something?" Ooh. And I, and he said the way he said it, he's—I I don't even want to exactly get close to it—but I literally just start laughing on the field. I'm <laughs> like, "Did you just tell that man to do that?" And he goes, "Yeah, I mean, what's he gonna do? <laughs> like, I got you, me in the face." I'm like. Good point. I'll probably
3: no,
0: punch him in the face No, why it will protect him? Yeah, exactly. You said it behind true. me, Dick. I have to block him. True. Also true. <laughs> so, when someone when someone jumps, does everyone go back to the huddle and just forget it happened, or does someone go like, dude, what the fuck?" Uh,
1: so, for example, if I if like I were to jump start? or something like that, is that, what that yeah, is? yeah. Okay. If I were to jump or something like that, we're gonna go into the huddle and be like, "Uh, you, you okay?" Be like, "Yeah, I'm, you know, whatever, man. Sorry, whatever. I don't and you know. move on."
3: What is it with you? What is it with the O line? Like I we feel like no matter
1: cases. if you're a vet or what, I mean, it's always happening. Did you Not ours. Did you hear what I had to tell you when I'm walking up to the line? There's 75 different things There's a things lot going on. And not only that, the guy across me,
3: I'm like, hates do do me. That?
1: Wants to rip my face off and then break Baker's fucking face too. So like you got to be like, "All right, I'm focused and locked into the smallest differences or details because that's the difference between getting your job done and not getting it done."
2: Real quick. Three coaches. Uh, you've been on. three Had three coaches in the NFL. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, seventy-five cadences on each team, each coach. Yeah,
1: that's about that's about right.
2: Man. It's, it's I'm like, d- does that not? S- are there any teams that are like, hey, you know what, we're going to do twenty? Or, I mean, I realize that there's a reason there's seventy-five, but yeah. I feel like jumping off sides when you're a lineman playing in the NFL. Say you're in the midway through the third and you've just yeah. been manhandling another guy that's in the NFL. Like it's okay to get tired. You're human. I, I want you to strike It's not okay for you to jump off sides just so we're clear. Um, <laughs> it's super pissed off at you if you do, Yes, but <laughs> I'm also like, but they're human. And based on, we literally thought it was, I'm going to go up and hit this guy, but it's actually, I'm looking at this guy's weight ratio from his left to right leg and jumping off sides. I'm like, why the hell doesn't that happen more often?
1: Yeah, Um, and I think another thing you got to keep in mind is like as much as the quarterback is making those small little differences you hear, you know, Reno 80, you you might hear another voice underneath that they done mic over. That's the quarterback, that's the uh, center and the guards and the tackles communicating 10 times more with the quarterback saying, usually the quarterback's just looking Makes three signs, then gets into a snap counts and gets it. The guard has to basically communicate, or the you know center really identifies. The guards communicate, and then the tackles basically communicate back into the guards. So like there's like ten or
0: twelve words between the line. The quarterback has said three. You guys, along with Baker, have all uh, a combined All-Pro hard uh, count this year. That's been fun to watch. You guys have screwed up a lot of defensive players this year with that stuff. That's been great. Time. But,
1: I mean, and that proves the point where, like, in this last game, like, if something – if you're focused about something else or if something else is going on, it can it can kind of bite you in the butt. Um, but when you get it going, you're exactly right. It is – I mean, good luck. Like, you yeah. can't get a count. You, you're not
0: going to get a good pass set because you're going to be slow. Well, on the topic of the huddle, have you ever once – you've been here two, two and a half years, two years. Have you ever heard – chubb say a word in the huddle. <laughs> yeah, so he he talks,
1: uh you know, uh off not not too often. But he's he, not
3: like us. He talks when he, he has something actually, like you know yeah, what. They but say? if you ask him
1: a question, he'll he'll answer. Like if I say, "Hey, oh no, he's yeah, he's not an we know he's not an, he's, an asshole." Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. But like, doesn't he's also not the to, guy to he be doesn't like talk just to talk.
1: Yeah, he's not going to come up to me in my locker and be like, "Hey, Wyatt." No, what's like, up, dude? How, say, how's your family? He's not going to do that. But
3: he did say something. He's
1: nice. all business. He's all business. But what did he, he say? Nice, him, like, but what? like, what's up? Did, you say,
2: did you say he said something nice? Yeah. But so he's like, all, yeah. I think he's always nice, but he said something nice yeah, recently. He's always nice. He's he's
1: literally the man. Like you got everybody uh, loves. Whatever him. Whatever Cleveland it, it, thinks about him reason. is
3: completely accurate. Yes, like,
1: like is he is truly. They say he's one of the leaders. They say he's one of the voices in there. He doesn't ever with his mouth. Leads with his the way he works, the way he rehabs, the way he does. His life. I mean, he's just a great dude in the but way he that he. But he said something
3: wide about how he like. Yeah, but like, I
1: came up to him and I was like, "Hey, how are you feeling, right?" Because I always ask my running backs and my quarterback, "How are you feeling, right?" He's like, "That's something I can change. If I didn't do my job right, they're usually hurting. If I did my job the right way, they're usually feeling pretty good. And after a win, usually they're feeling pretty good. Um, So I go up to him like, "Hey, man, you know how are you feeling?" He goes, "I, feel, you know, I feel fine. Um, You know, it was it was nice to have you back." and actually get some running yards. And I was like, well, snap, man. That's the nicest thing you've ever said and the most you've ever said to me. So this is is great. (laughs) This was six words. Thank
0: you, Nick. And it's great to talk to you. I'm not going to spoil it. see you later. My God, like, but the the numbers, I don't have the exact numbers in front of me. I think it's like when Wyatt Teller plays, we average like 180 yards on the ground. When you (laughs) don't play, it's like 80 yards on the ground. It's like unbelievable.
1: It's insane. But I I also think that, like, you know, there's been – Four of those games, right? Nick wasn't playing either, right and i'm not I'm not trying to dis- diminish what I am. I know that I'm a great guard, but like I think that like there's there's other issues that come into that, right? like one game that he had to rush, we decided to pass the ball and we didn't have any receivers, right so like it's 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 tough when you have to run the ball in a game that they packed the box
0: with ten people in the box. Good luck yeah, yeah it's it's gotta be good though knowing that you have Chubb and Kareem Hunt behind you as well as Baker. And, and they say good things to me. They say, keep blocking,
1: keep doing the things you're doing. I say, yes, sir. You keep running the way you do it. I'll just run people past them. How about that?
2: I love this culture. I love this culture. Speaking of inner team culture that nobody knows about, this is something I, a question I feel like both of you would have a pretty good answer for because you're both funny.
3: <laughs> Who Gas me up?
2: Well, we'll start with Carly. Who on the team do you think is the most intentionally funny person?
3: Intentionally funny,
2: yeah. Like they are, their comedic timing is strong. Their comments are strong, and they know it. And they
3: they're the like, class clown
0: in of the locker room, in,
2: in corporate world. They're the guys that just crush it in meetings. I'm that guy. <laughs> I, I'm I'm that one. No,
3: uh, I well, okay. So I will say because of a COVID year, we only hang out. Like I only get to really spend time with a handful of guys on the team. So I would say and that
1: was that wasn't even, that, that was like early on in the season, and then yeah.
2: it was like. No one, you can't see
1: of anyone. Of course, I think Wyatt's
3: funny, but I'm not going to say that because I,
2: I, I think White could be a strong candidate based off of everything he said. A, but yeah,
3: he's a mess. He's in this but case, would,
2: you're not allowed to say him.
3: I would say I would say probably Baker because he's clever, but I also have spent the most time around Baker, so I don't know.
2: Baker is very intentional.
1: He's clever. Okay.
3: Intentional is a good word. And, and
1: he's, he's very smart. when he says something, usually it was meant to be heard. Right? And like, he has
3: a yeah. He <laughs> has a really good. Um, like he's witty, so you know how like we've talked about this probably. If people aren't sarcastic, like if people don't understand your sarcasm, it's an it's he frustrating. He come up as to a total sarcastic.
2: douche. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Yes, and he and Baker's type of person. I can like say something like silly and sarcastic to him, and he totally gets it, and yeah. will, and will give that back to me. And I like I think that that's funny. Yeah,
1: he he's very good at that. I think that Joel is another See, guy. And I, don't, I don't. Yeah, but that's like okay. something I wouldn't okay, really okay, so understand. What would you say? I would probably say like. uh Joel. I would honestly funny, say that Joel Kareem, is, is hilarious. Kareem is funny too. Kareem is too, but like Kareem's silly. like, there'll be times where
2: like, I don't know if Kareem's being funny or
1: if
3: Kareem Unintentional, really
2: the, un- but My got. second question, which I felt like a little gun shy about, was unintentionally <laughs> funny because I was also like, well, I don't want him to like bash his teammate or call him like a clown, but you could say it with love sometimes, yeah. or, you know, but I'm like, there is uh, intentionally funny, there's unintentionally funny. One of my best friends, shut up, He's actually the son of the owner of the Winking Lizard, which we're going to make them one of our sponsors. Just the way he says things, it's <laughs> so goddamn funny. Punchline. It's, and, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, so anyway, sorry for that rant. But, yes, there's intentionally funny, unintentionally funny people that yeah. get the sarcasm. So you got Joel, you got who else? I would say Bake. Bake is
1: there. Well,
3: and I don't know this guy, but he's hilarious. He's, uh Sheldon Richardson.
1: Yeah, Sheldon is. Oh, yeah, Sheldon.
3: I don't See, know, any but I don't get to spend try. a lot
1: of time with the defense. But that's, he's
3: hilarious.
1: Most defensive guys have a great sense of humor, like you know, what I mean, like to 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 when be in that position, the one thing, In like, yeah, NFL
3: office
2: the half.
0: I mean, oh, the sacks, the sacks. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I want mean, half. I want
3: half.
2: That was that was awesome. Um, yeah, that that. But was yeah,
1: we have we, have, and that's what's so amazing is like when you ask who's the clown, who or not the clown, but like I know what you mean. Well, they say why it's a half-hearted clown, like. You know class clown not not like you're a clown right
0: who's the intentionally
2: funny genius
1: yeah yeah there's the
0: funny funny guys
1: yeah like and you know it's funny how like uh, so many guys on the team we have such a good melting pot of you know chemistry in the way that like you know guys can make jokes but at the same time we all know when to lock in right like we can all joke around and then when stuff gets real You're not going to hear a joke. You're not going to hear someone laughing or giggling or ribbon or something like that. And that shows why we have the success. You know, Uh, you know it's inconsistent. You see inconsistencies at times, and you know that's why no team is you know absolutely perfect. You know because there are inconsistencies
0: throughout the world.
3: Who would y'all have guessed is the funniest?
0: Uh, I would have said, on uh, well, besides besides Wyatt, um, I would have said probably. Hollywood or OBJ? Oh, see, I don't, I
3: don't good. know OBJ, but Hollywood is. Jarvis, me, he's I don't know. sweet, but I don't know. He's yeah, really
0: funny. Higgy, Higgy is Higgy's funny. His, his touchdown he's, dance is the best in the league. That's why I think he's was one of the funny yeah. guys on the team. He's, he's, he's. Oh, I bet he is. Like, I, I don't want to say like this in a but weird goofy way, but funny, but goofy too, funny. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah it's a good way of putting it.
1: But you just don't, don't get a lot of time to spend. So that's why my first choice was obviously someone I spend all the time with. Right yeah. in our room, like somebody who's Joel, very witty. The fact
3: that you, did you say Joel, yeah, but he's, he's Joel's so gonna, like love that you said dry pants.
1: Like in the room, like he's one of the guys who like in the room. Like if someone says something stupid, it's he's going to call you out on funniest,
3: it. He's the funniest? He's
1: But like no, but I, I'm i not in that position yet. I'm still young, so okay. it's like you can't really call out Joel and JC for he's saying going something into stupid. His year.
2: You're
1: not that young. No, but you know
2: what I
1: mean. Okay. We, we talked about this all the time. You would like JC. JC's got JC's really smart. He's very cerebral. So he's someone else who, like, if he wants to get along with you, you'll love him. If he doesn't <laughs> want to get along with you, you He'll... will hate JC.
2: It's amazing.
0: He, he's, like, prop- he's one of those guys. So he, what's it like when Jed jumps off sides five times a game? Shout out, Jed. We love you. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, does, yeah we, we love get Jed. Bad?
2: Does the rookie get it bad?
1: Oh, oh, oh. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he? if you jump off sides, if you're a rookie, <laughs> your fines are, like, exponentially added. So, like, for example, if you the get, fines a, if you are get, crazy. A, yeah, if you get, you know, if you get a, you can a find, if you sides, jump? yeah, if you get a false start, yeah, come on,
2: if I didn't you know that. Start, I, we, we didn't know that. Oh
1: yeah, thought, what
3: you, you get, get fine.
1: Oh oh no, not okay.
3: Why I got first find? Let me really say
1: fines. It's, it's by the fines, team fines, offensive line fines. Okay. Like, oh, us finding each other, not the not NFL, like NFL. fines. No no, no. no,
0: no. Okay, okay. That's illegal. I like this. I like this. This
1: is like totally fun. Like you know it's a hundred bucks here. I know that's a lot of money, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just a joke. Like, Oh, I humble.
2: And that's cause it's like, that's a lot of money, but it's like a realistic amount of money. That was, that- yeah. But like, there's times where like, for example,
1: like to get your point across, you got to start taking money. Right. So it's like, Jed will get a, a false start. It's a hundred bucks. Right. Like, that's not bad. You get two false starts. It's a thousand dollars. I think that's fair. Well, like- he's got a rough year. <laughs> You get three. It's ten thousand dollars. Oh, and you can ooh. see
2: how that goes. Are you guys 1099-ing each other? Right.
3: Uh,
1: yeah. I'm at that bored. point, I,
2: so I gave away to a donation. Like,
1: so a lot of times
3: <laughs> wow. At the end of the year, they'll use the money for or some of the money for like a big holiday party, and like you can't even do that this year. So I'm like, stop buying them.
1: Yeah. So it's uh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, we can't use. Why is that fine for something it can, silly? It can fast forward into. Yeah, I got. You well, get what? fines for like. Getting a game ball. If coach calls your name yeah, out,
3: silly. Hey, hurry
1: up! Wyatt Teller. Why tell her? Why you being late? Oh, that's a hundred dollar fine. That's a ten dollar fine. Yeah,
0: like, fine fine. Those are strict. Those are strict. Is it Cowboys game? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So like they're in jest, right? They're they're to be fun. Like yeah, we we make good money and all this different stuff, but like it's also like part of camaraderie. Like yes, it sucks, but like. The rookies really do pay 98% of the fines. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I might pay, like...
3: Luckily, our rookie O-lineman is a first-round pick, so...
1: And, <laughs> and yeah, and doesn't... And he, honestly, is a good good rookie. He does pretty, pretty damn good. good.
3: He's not, yeah. There's He's some guys head. who,
1: like... I, I haven't had any problem rookies, but I just know that there's problem rookies, and they sometimes can put up to, like, a lot... I'm not going to put numbers on it, but a lot of money. Into the, uh, into the year. Fine. Hey, we got to wrap
2: this up because it's Don't
0: put me yawning. On there. It's you guys, you guys, yeah, guys Wait, please, I- we're going to get yelled at. Cause you're going to go to bed late and then you're gonna you be will not get
2: of- fined on our behalf.
0: Hey, can I, can I got to admit something? The picture that you guys have, uh, it's the one, it, it looks like it was taken in the, if it's in Cleveland, the Metro parks, the Valley, maybe, or the, the big dog, the fall foliage, what the hat on, what the hat on. I gas, I gas when I saw right a strong there? picture yeah,
3: up on the wall. The picture gosh, in the background?
0: Yeah, that's a strong picture. That's Butler, come a strong bro. pick. Butler's falling asleep. Come here, you got the the leash and oh yeah, it's a strong pick. Here, yeah, it's okay. It's okay.
2: It's just
1: he's a good boy. Like he's like he's
0: he is ten months old,
1: eighty five pounds.
3: He's a Weimaraner and he's like the biggest Weimaraner you've ever seen. Yeah,
1: like I know Weims. The biggest one of wine I've ever seen is like, I think 75.
0: Wyatt and Carly, Carly and Wyatt, the future Mr. and Mrs. Teller. Thank you so much again for joining us tonight. It was great to catch up and hear a lot of things we have actually been wondering for a very long time. So congratulations again. Thank you, Raleigh.
2: Proud of you guys on the field. Proud of you guys off the field. But, okay, obviously we're proud of you off the field. Happy relationship, happy wife, happy life. Seriously, sounds sarcastic, but I mean that. Uh, It's the best thing ever. So, goddamn proud of you on the field, 11 and 5. Let's go. the Playoffs. Oh my God. Tom was there. We, we all have a different episode dedicated to Tom. But that was so magical for the city, for everyone outside of everything you guys are going through the physical elements your bodies are going through, the stress that I don't even can't even fathom that's in the NFL, the BS you have to put up with the media, whoever narrative. I'm just so happy for you. The city is happy for you. I hope you guys can feel that because I don't give a shit what happens on Sunday. This is the greatest thing ever. But I hope you beat the shit out of Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, Preach. And and that's the plan. And that's the plan. And, you know, one thing about that win is, uh, you know, it's for you guys, right? It's for the fans because, you know, while, while I've been here for a year and a half, two years, you know, it's great to be a Browns fan and I've, I've seen success. You know, there's a lot of Browns fans who n- haven't seen success very often. So uh, it's nice to see a Browns team 11-5 and 5, going to the playoffs. You're like, wait, what year is it? Is it 2002 or is it 2020? So it's good to see, and uh, you know, I'm, r- I'm really happy for the city of Cleveland more Me than too. myself.
2: Wow. Let's go.
1: That
0: was Can't sick. beat that. From the pancake, king of the Midwest himself. That's beautiful. <laughs> Best of luck this Sunday. I can't wait. Awesome. Now, as soon as we hang out, you got to go right to bed. Yes. No. I am. I am literally getting. We've
3: got some things jammies, to do.
0: My jammies. They're getting on. All right. A couple more wedding things, and you guys is bedtime. You can hang out with us half week, Carly. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> Thank, Thank you guys so much. Thing. Yeah, it was awesome, guys. You guys are the best. Thanks. We'll doing we Thank you guys. Good luck. That does it for Raleigh and I. Thank you so much again to Carly and Wyatt for joining us. We'll be back with you Thursday and Friday of this week. Remember, once again, you can see more information about Tom Seiple in the episode description. Good night, Cleveland.